This episode is brought to you by State Farm. From your morning podcast to your afternoon playlist, State Farm knows you personalize your entire day. And that's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Hi, I'm Rose Rimler, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. On today's show, we're tackling this idea that your weight isn't as closely tied to your health as we might have thought. In fact, when you get down and dirty in the data, being overweight might not be bad for you at all. So... Are we thinking about fat all wrong? I, I guess I'm, I'm fascinated by fat because it's so overlooked, you know? This is Laura Denhartig. She's an associate professor at the University of Washington who studies fat. And she told us that by overlooking and underappreciating fat, we're missing a big piece of the puzzle. Because here's what you got to know. Not all fat is created equal. There are different kinds. Let's start with the stuff that's under our skin. Yes, yes. So that's like the fat in your legs and the fat in your butt and in your arms. Scientists call it subcutaneous fat. We're going to call it cute fat. Get it? Subcutaneous? And right off the bat, we're going to tell you, it's not thought to be dangerous. I think what we need to do is embrace our inner, like, cherub, you know, like all those old, old art paintings of the really fat women who are just hanging out, appreciating their cellulite, you know, that's beautiful. It's healthy fat. Yeah, even though this fat is kind of hated on, it's actually doing some good work. One of the things it does is put away energy for future use, which, honestly, think about it. That is cool. If we didn't have fat, we'd have to constantly be eating to get energy. Laura talked to producer Meryl Horn about it. There are pockets of fat in our bodies that are always supposed to be there. You know, they're called depots. So, like, the wiggly part of your forearm or the, the, the top of your arm, things like that. They're always there. The little arm jiggle. That's also <laughs> a good part. That's like a fat depot. Yep, I would, I would consider it a good part. That's like doing its job. Yep. And its job isn't just to quietly sit around storing energy for a rainy day. Scientists used to think this, that fat just sat there, but they've discovered that it's actually constantly doing work. Like what's kind of amazing is that fat uses chemical signals to communicate with the brain. There's signals directly to the brain that will tell us what our energy status is. So there's this really tight link between these hormones coming from fat in a healthy way and to the brain, and it's constantly moving. Like our fat cells make a hormone called leptin that travels to the brain and basically tells our brain how much fat our body has, letting the brain know we're good, we're not wasting away. And this hormone made from our fat, it even helps us learn and remember things. So that all makes fat sound pretty good. So why, why are we worried about fat? To be honest, I think fat is pretty good. But there are times when fat is not pretty good. And that's when it weasels its way into other parts of our body, away from those pockets under our skin. This is called visceral fat. And when this shows up, that's when things get not so cute. So this fat is, is also you know, right in our ab- abdominal region, and it surrounds our internal organs. It surrounds our liver. It gets into our liver. It surrounds our heart our pancreas. This particular type of fat, this visceral fat, is really bad for us. Yeah, this kind of fat is kind of the evil twin of all that healthy fat we were just talking about. Bizarrely, even though it's basically the same stuff as the cute fat, it behaves a lot differently. Like Laura says, it spits out a different mix of chemicals than the other stuff. 
it makes a lot more inflammation. So inflammation is is like um, proteins that that signal that there's that there's a problem, and visceral fat makes more of the, those signals, and those signals can eventually lead to big problems like diabetes and cardiovascular disease. Let's zoom in on the liver. This type of fat can be really bad for the liver, and here's why. A healthy liver helps control how much sugar is in our blood. If there's too much, the liver will pull some of it out. But the chemical messages and other stuff coming from visceral fat can mess this whole thing up. And that can make it easier for sugar to build up in our blood, which makes it more likely that we'll get diabetes. Even when it comes to our old nemesis, COVID-19, scientists are now finding that it may be visceral fat, not cute fat, that ups the risk of getting really sick. All of this could help explain why the link between BMI and our health isn't a straight shot. In fact, it's possible that almost a third of people classified as obese are perfectly healthy. Some studies find that people in this group tend to have more cute fat than visceral fat. Okay, but how do we know if we're packing the cute fat or the bad stuff? Without a CT scanner, a crude measure is to think about your body shape. Are you an apple or a pear? Seriously, these are terms that actually show up in science. It's so funny to me, all this, uh, what I've been reading in the scientific literature, it's like apple-shaped, pear-shaped. I'm like, this reminds me of Cosmo when I was a teenager. <laughs> and be like, what swimsuit should you pick? Which is, pick your silhouette. Are you an apple? Or are you a pear? <laughs> a- it is really outdated. I know. <laughs> I know. I can't stand it. But it is, it is quite accurate. People who are apples tend to put weight on around their waist. And this means that they tend to have more of that bad visceral fat. The pear-shaped folks have more narrow waists and bigger hips and butts, which can translate to less of the bad stuff. Is there anything we can do about that? Oh gosh, I wish I wish there was. <laughs> so the shape of your body is almost purely genetic. You know, where you're going to put your, your body fat down is largely based on your genetics um, and some environmental factors too. There's nothing you can do to change the shape of your body. But Laura told us that if you do lose weight, you'll probably lose some visceral fat. The probably most common way to get too much fat in your liver is to have too much fat in your body in general. And if we have too much fat, some is undoubtedly going to spill over. But um, if you lose any fat, you'll lose some visceral fat. And that has tremendous health benefits, just losing a little bit of it. Also, studies show that doing really vigorous exercise, even if it doesn't make you lose weight, can tamp down visceral fat. Okay, bottom line here. Fat isn't always harmful, but it can be, especially when it starts hanging out in places we don't want it, around our organs. And people who are fatter are likely to have more of this dangerous kind of fat. And that can be one reason why having severe obesity increases your chances of getting certain diseases. But it might not just be the bad fat spewing out the bad chemicals that's to blame for this. There's some new research coming out suggesting the crappy way fat people are often treated could also be making them sick. To find out why, head over to our main feed and listen to our full episode on weight. Just search for Science Versus on Spotify and click on Weight. Is fat unhealthy? You might also like some of our other health episodes, like we recently looked at whether childbirth is overmedicalized, and we have an episode about how some people can cure their chronic pain with their brains. That's Science VS. See you there.